You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind the scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hey guys, welcome to our third solo episode of season three. I am so happy to be here and just wanted to thank you guys. We have had such amazing feedback about this season. I know so many of you are resonating with Allie and really seeing yourselves in her. And so I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for reaching out to me and telling me that. Thank you for reaching out to Allie and telling her that. It really means so much to us. Probably more than you even realize, right? Because when you're recording a podcast, you're kind of just sitting behind a mic um, and don't always know that. So just wanted to thank each and every one of you. It really means the world to us. And I'm just so, so glad this season is resonating with so many of you. So today we are talking about how to handle the messy middle in business, because I think that you know, that is exactly what Allie is sort of sitting with and going through right now. And I think it is, in my opinion, by far the hardest part of business. And I think it also gets talked about the least. I think that the way our industry kind of makes it out to be is that like, you know, there isn't one. Like you're, you you have this aha or you have this uh, change and then everything should be good. And it's just not how it usually rolls, right? And that's true in anything, whether that's in business or a life transformation or anything else, right? But the messy middle in business that we're talking about here is really like once you make that shift in your service, once you start realizing your patterns, once you start marketing more, right? All things Allie's doing, right? She totally shifted her design service package. She's been realizing so much of her patterns around perfection and self-trust and how she's given away her power and all of these things. She started marketing more consistently than she ever has in the, you know, 10 years she's been in business, right? And that's when things get tough because those changes have started to take place. Those realizations have started to occur. And we haven't yet seen the final result of that, right? We often think it will get easier if we just shift our service, if we just knew the pattern, if we were just showing up more, right? But again, the truth is it usually gets harder actually before it gets better and that's what the messy middle is. Um, It reminds me a lot of how people think that in therapy that like one aha will change everything. And, And listen, it can be the start to changing everything. It is the start to changing everything. Um, But usually you have so many of the same ahas over and over again, right? In all these small different ways. And then you have to change the action related to those ahas. And then you see things shift over time, right? And it's so natural as humans to want it and to want it fast, but it really can be the most frustrating when we've recognized all this. We've changed how we're showing up. We're working through those changes over time, but those results haven't yet come to fruition. So permission for you if you're someone that is there. Um, and and listen, there's not one time we go through that in business. I, I think that 
we go through the these messy middles many times in business and many times in life when any transformation is occurring. And I just want to talk about that more because, again, I think, you know, most transformation stories are like, I was here, then I was here, and it was all good, <laughs> right? And we forget about that really difficult space right in between where things usually get a little bit harder before they get a whole lot better. And I really believe the more we can normalize it, the more likely people are to stay in the messy middle that leads to the transformation. I think so often what I see happen in our industry is that it doesn't get talked about enough. So when someone is in a messy middle, they make it wrong or they think it's wrong or they think they've done something wrong. And so then they stop, you know, they like go back to what they were doing before. They stop looking at the pattern. They, you know, default to uh, the old way they were working, not marketing as much, whatever, um, because they feel like, well, I must be getting it wrong because it seems like for everyone else, they just have this aha, have this transformation, and everything gets easier. Like, what am I screwing up, right? And so that's just why this conversation is so important to me. It's why it literally is so important to me because I think if we can show this more and we can normalize this more, I feel like we're giving permission for every woman in business um, to grow faster. I mean, in life to go through these patterns faster even, right? Because we're really saying like, hey, we all have some version of that mess. If you stick it out, it usually gets way better on the other side, right? And that, again, is just totally what Allie's going through right now where she's done all of these amazing things, but she's still kind of sitting in some of the past stuff, right? Like you guys have heard me say, um, you know, most strategies take at least 90 days to even start to play out, right? So she's still in clients on the old um, package. You know, she's still realizing all these patterns and how they've set themselves up in her business and stuff. Like it has not at all been able to come to fruition yet, not because she's doing anything wrong, but just because it truly takes time for all of these big changes to play out. And if we think it shouldn't, we're just fooling ourselves, right? Like we know, you know, on the quantum time doesn't exist and all of these things, but like it does exist right now in our reality. And so some things do take time to play out and there's nothing wrong with that, right? So I just want to talk about some things that can make the messy middle easier to navigate because I think that that's what we all need. We just need the tools and resources to figure out what's the best way to navigate through that difficult time um, instead of how do I not have to go through that? I mean, that's what all of our brains want. Like, I mean, you know, wouldn't it be great if you know, you didn't have to go through that messy middle in anything. Like you went to the gym one day and you didn't have to deal with being sore or going through the transformation process. It just happened. Or wouldn't it be great if you, you know, showed up and marketed for a week in business and then everything took off from there and, you know, you never had to work hard at it again. But of course we know these things aren't true. And some of the beauty of it is that it's not true. The beauty of it is that you know, we get to stay in the process and find ways to enjoy the journey instead of just looking to the end result. And so a lot of what we're going to talk about here is definitely how to make it easier, but also how to enjoy the process and the journey that is getting to the other side of transformation. Um, Because the more you do that, the faster you grow. 
right? So the more you let yourself go through these messy middles, the faster your business grows. The more you resist them, the more you slow yourself down. And I think that's really, really important to say. Because again, so much of what we hear online is kind of just like the perfection part, right? It's like the, if you do it right, things shouldn't feel hard versus like, if you do it right, there will be all different seasons in business, but what you'll do is move through them faster, right? You won't be so scared of them. You'll feel normalized around them and you won't hold yourself back. You'll be like, oh, I see this other pattern. I see the shift we can make. Okay, I'm willing to go through the messy middle to get there. Let's do this. Let's go versus like, oh my God, not this again. I definitely don't want to go through a mess. I for sure can't handle it. And then we hit the brakes every time, right? So if we can figure out how to move through it, your business just has the ability to explode, to be honest. I mean, I think so many people are curious when I have clients that go zero to zero to a million really fast or, you know, that hit six figures in six months and all of these things. And this is the reason they're willing to go through the mess and they're willing to be in that messy middle and they don't resist it so hard. They roll through it as fast as possible because they know what's on the other side. And once you do that a couple times, it just gets so much easier because you know on the other side, every time has been something better, something that served you more, something that grew you more, something that skyrocketed your business. And so building that evidence over time is really helpful. And again, that's where fast growth comes in because you're like, oh, wait, every time I go through this, we, we quantum leap on the other side. Hell yeah, like I'm willing to do that, right? So that's where this gets really exciting, and that's how exponential growth really happens is being able to kind of move through these with less resistance each time and more evidence built up that it's worth it, it works, and it gets you further. Okay, so just a little recap here before we kind of go into those things. When I'm talking about the messy middle, it's just really once you've had the ahas and made a lot of the changes in actions, but haven't yet seen those results come to fruition, right? So for a lot of people, it's when you finally get through your own shit enough to start showing up really consistently and being visible, but when that visibility hasn't yet paid off or... You know, when you finally work through your shit enough to delegate a bunch of stuff to team, but it's still feeling like more work rather than less because you're training them and you're in that mess, even though you know they could help you so much on the other side. Or for Allie, it's when she has shifted her services. She's seeing all these patterns play out. She's marketing way more, but she's still in delivering some of the old service and cleaning up some of the old patterns, right? Um... Okay, so here are the things that can make the messy middle easier. And I'm not saying here are the things to take away the messy middle. Please notice that. You're probably going to have to go through it, okay? This is not like a how to avoid it, how to not have it. But here are things that can truly make it easier to move through. And again, the easier you feel like it is to move through, the faster you grow, okay? So the first one, I put this first because it is by far the hardest for me. This is the one I'm working a lot of the time, um, which is patience. I am not a patient person, y'all. 
but I'm working very hard to uh, cultivate that skill more in my life because I really believe that when I look back at my business, patience has been one of the things that has served me the most. Um, And truly, I see that with my clients as well. And when I say patience, it's really important for me to say that what I'm not saying is that you'll always have to wait a long time. Like some of my clients that have grown really fast have a lot of patience, <laughs> right? Um, but it's it's because of that that they grow fast sometimes. And again, this is the one that I am least skilled at. So like no shame in that game if this one's tough for you too. But here's what I mean by patience as it relates to fast growth. Patience for things to play out patience for the universe to come in and work its magic, patience for your team to catch up, patience for your audience to catch up, right? Like there are so many pieces there. Like let's just use the example of changing your services. Your audience is going to take time to catch up with that. Like if you've been speaking to one type of service for a really, really long time, and now you're speaking to a a whole different type of service, you are going to have to have patience while they catch up, right? And if you can really give yourself that grace and that ability to work through that, to sit in that, to be in it without making it wrong, it gets so much easier because patience is just really like knowing it's coming and being willing to be in it right? And that is such a gift and it is such a manifestation hack because what are we always talking about in manifestation is the idea that if you can really kind of be in the end result before it comes, it will come if you let go of the timeline as well. And for me, that's what patience kind of represents is like being in that end result and letting go of the timeline. And that's personally my biggest work, y'all know that, is surrendering that timeline over and over again and really just being able to be in the process and not control it all because that's what I like to do, right? Okay, guys, the next one is actually the one I'm best at. (laughs) So we'll go next to that one, (laughs) which is commitment to the pattern shift. So I'll tell you why this one works so well is because it's really committing to shifting the pattern above the outcome, right? So patience is that idea of like, knowing the outcome is coming, but, you know, surrendering and being able to wait for it, letting go of control of that timeline. Commitment to the pattern shift is almost less relevant to the goal. It's like the goal becomes shifting the pattern versus whatever it is, like, you know, making 100K or something. Does that make sense? So this one's the easiest for me, I think, because I'm able to feel more in control of it, where the patience one is more the surrender piece. Does that make sense for all you control freaks out there? <laughs> um, so commitment to the pattern shift. So for example, like one of Allie's pattern shifts is like really letting go of this perfectionism, right? We know that her pattern is she wants to make everything perfect so that no one's ever mad at her. So what she could do is be like, yes, I can see how that would be helpful to help me hit, you know, X, Y, Z monetary goal. And so I'll kind of do it to hit the goal, right? And it's almost like this thing where it's like, well, if I have to do that to hit the goal, fine. And people get really tripped up in that. But 
if you commit to the pattern shift above the goal, that's when I really see things start to change for people. Like, I just want to let go of being a perfectionist because I do. Like, that is my highest goal. That is what I want most. So everything forms around that goal. So in every situation, I'm not going, well, how does this get me more money or whatever? I'm going, how does this help me be less of a perfectionist and trust that it's safe for people to be mad at me more, <laughs> right? <laughs> not that not that we don't want the money, y'all, but we want the pattern shift above it because we can see, of course, that leads us there. But you can see that slight difference, right? That slight difference between, fine, I'll do this so I can get that, instead of this is my number one goal, right? I don't want to go through the rest of my life living this perfectionist mentality. This is the number one goal, right? And when we do that above everything else, everything else starts to work itself out. So again, it sounds so slight because I'm saying both things, right? I'm like, but if you do that, it'll all work itself out, but don't do that. So it works itself out. But it's really more in terms of the day-to-day focus of how you live into it. So For me, I'll give you an example, right? I was just talking about like the control pattern is always one that I'm working. And so I can go, well, you know, I want us to hit our, you know, monetary goal with a lit up life this month. And so I'll try to release some control so I can get that. Or I can go, my biggest commitment is always to release my patterns of unhealthy control. And so hopefully that will get us that monetary goal this month. But regardless, it feels so much better for me to keep releasing those patterns and to keep shifting them. And so that's going to be my priority in every situation. Does that make sense? And when you make it your priority in every situation, you experience the wins immediately versus not experiencing the win until you say hit the monetary goal. So Every single day that I let go of that pattern, I'm experiencing a win. I'm building self-trust. I'm so proud of myself, right? Versus not being proud of myself till the end of the month if we hit that thing. So commitment to the pattern shift above all else is one of the things that makes the messy middle easier because you have those immediate wins, right? And those immediate wins are so good for our brain and they're so good for our self-trust and they are absolutely what keeps us going. So I highly, highly recommend this as one of the most important ones, commitment to the pattern shift above all else. Okay, so the next one is extending yourself grace. And I know this is the cheesy one, but you are a freaking human (laughs) and you are a human living on this planet that is in fact, you know, time bound and all of these things. And so it is going to take a little bit of time and you have to give yourself a little bit of grace there. And again, it doesn't mean you can't make quantum leaps, but this this pressure we put on ourselves to like change a thing one day and have it all work out the next or have an aha one day and have everything be different the next is just so intense and so unnecessary, right? If you can say, well, Listen, I've been engaging in this pattern for approximately 20 plus years. So if I can even start shifting it in small little ways every day, I'm probably doing pretty fucking great, 
right? That's the kind of grace you need to give yourself. It doesn't mean you can't have the fast result. It just means that you're really, really kind to yourself along the way. (laughs) I can tell you that after having worked as a therapist and now having been a coach for so many years, transformation is so much easier when we're kind to ourselves through it. And it happens so much faster when we're kind to ourselves through it. I have never seen a really fast, epic, amazing transformation that came from someone beating themselves up the whole time. Like I've just literally never seen it. Right. Um, and I've seen a lot. So trust me, like if that, if that was a thing, I think it would have happened a time or two, but The best and biggest transformations always come when you're being kind to yourself because it's what lets the process go faster. It's what removes the resistance. If every time I don't get it perfect, I'm mean to myself, I'm just scared to keep doing the process, right? Like let's let's just use an example totally outside business, but it's like say you were learning to play tennis and every time you missed a swing at first, you had someone there just screaming at you, right? At a certain point, you'd be like, fuck, learning how to play tennis just isn't even worth this. Like I'm just out, Right? And that's how we do things to ourselves when we're going through a messy middle. Every time we get it a little bit wrong, we're like, see, you suck. This is the problem. Da, 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 da. And then eventually we're like just not wanting to be in the process anymore. And it just doesn't feel worth it. Right? So if you can extend yourself that grace, it gets so much easier. Again, back to the tennis example, if every time you miss a swing, someone's going, oh my God, you were closer that time than you've ever been. I I saw how you tried so much harder. I saw how you positioned your arm in exactly the way we've been talking about, and you're getting so much closer. Like you have that immediate win and you want to keep going. You're like, ooh, hit me the ball again. Like, let me try again. And again, same thing in this process of messy middle and transformation. If you take two steps forward and one step back, but you're saying to yourself, gosh, but you did take two steps forward and I'm so proud of you and you're doing a really great job. Keep going. You're like, yeah, I am doing a really great job. Let's try again. Let's go, right? Like you get excited for it. So extending yourself that grace really is everything in this process. And just remembering that like you get to be a human in it is really, really, really helpful. Um, and that kind of leads me to this, this next piece, which is staying in the process, right? It is so tempting to tap out, right? It is so tempting, just like learning tennis to at a certain point be like, eh, is knowing how to play tennis really worth this much effort, eh, right? And of course, you get to decide what's worth your effort in terms of business. But you see what I what I mean there is that like, it's almost too easy to go, you know what? I was dealing with all this annoying stuff before, but this stuff that I'm working through is really annoying too. So like, let me just go back to the annoying stuff I know, (laughs) right? Um, It's so tempting. What is that saying? Like, you know, the devil that you know versus the one that you don't. Like, it's so tempting to go back to that. But if you can really stay in the process, if you can commit to that pattern shift, give yourself grace, have patience through it, and keep staying in it, you will come out on the other side right? But it is the easiest thing in the world when you're in that mess to just say, you know what? The mess that I knew before was a little safer and easier. And that's what your brain is going to tell you, which leads me to the last point, (laughs) which is get support, right? 
Allie is going to make these changes and be more likely to stay in them because of the support she has, right? Your brain will tell you lies all the time when you're going through this process because it wants to keep you safe. It wants to go, hey, it's way safer to do that thing that we were doing because this whole new mess that we're in is very scary and different, (laughs) right? Your brain is really trying to keep you safe, right? It's so built to do that and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with it, but we need that neutral support to remind us, hey, you can handle this. Hey, this is what you said you wanted. Hey, you can trust yourself through this. We absolutely need that support and reflection because sometimes we just aren't going to be able to give it to ourselves as effectively through that messy middle. So know that there's nothing wrong with needing support through that, but make sure your support knows that their job is to help you work through that mess, right? So often, you know, if we have a family member that is our supporter or go-to or a really good friend or whatever, and we're saying to them, oh my gosh, this sucks. This is so hard. I'm like in this mess. They want to keep us safe too. So they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you just go back to what you were doing? You seemed fine then, (laughs) right? So remember to get support that is really going to hold you to the transformation and help you see that you are still safe and that your brain can just tell you lies sometimes and that you really are in a place to move through this process, right? And again, that's all that's happening with Allie is I'm just here to support her and going, hey, you're still doing great. You're still on the right track. You're just in the mess and it's all good, right? And when that happens, she immediately is able to kind of calm down and be like, oh yeah, that's right. This is true. But again, our brains don't always default to that and that's where support really comes in. So again, let's just go through those. Here are the things that can make it a lot easier. It is patience. I know that one is hard. (laughs) It is commitment to the pattern shift. That is one of my favorites because it gives you those small wins. It is grace for yourself. That will make it happen so much faster. It is staying in the process, even when it's so tempting to tap out. And it's getting support so that you can do all of that. Support to remind you to stay in it. Support to remind you to give yourself grace. Support to help you see the pattern. Support to um, make the patience piece a little bit easier and more palatable, right? And so if you can do those things, if you can get yourself supported in that way, if you can work through those points, It's not to say that you're not going to go through the mess, but it is to say it gets a little bit easier and you start having wins through it and it's faster to work through. And again, what have we talked about? When it's faster to work through the messy middle, growth happens faster too. So I hope that helps. I hope that just normalizes it. I, I have not had a single client ever who didn't have to go through some version of the messy middle. So please don't make yourself wrong if you're there. It is so brave to be there. It really is. Most people will try to spend their whole lives avoiding the messy middle um, because it is so uncomfortable for all the reasons we just talked about. But if you're there, just know that that means you're brave. That means you have done enough. Like that means you are making more transformation than most people will ever make. So you have to give yourself that congratulations. You have to see your strength in that. 
And from there, things really will get easier. And there always is light at the end of the tunnel. Obviously, I don't know what Allie's journey is going to be like and how it will progress. But what I know for sure, for sure, is that there is light at the end of this tunnel for her. And she will come out on the other side. And I have zero doubt about that. Um, And I just commend her so much for being willing to be in that messy middle and then not only be in it, but show it to all of us here. So Give Allie some love. Give yourself some love if you're going through this. And, you know, extend this love to your clients if they're going through it too. Like it's definitely hard as a coach sometimes when your clients are in that mess to hold space because you want to fix that and you want to make them feel better too. So I hope this is just a reminder that we can extend grace all around with this, that we need to talk about it more, that we need to normalize it more, and that if you're going through it, it is a positive thing that will get you more on the other side and that it really is not something you're doing wrong. So I love you all. I hope this was helpful and I can't wait for you to join us for the next session. All right, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living lit up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset strategy and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.